I let my balls hang, bro. I let my nuts <laughs> hang. I'm out here on these streets. Like, you want to find it's, out where I am? I ain't hard to find, man. It's and a he, lot like the Sam Harris podcast, Mike. <laughs> you are now listening to Good, Bad, or Bullshit. Welcome to the Good, Bad, or Bullshit podcast. This is a show where we talk about random topics. We have a real conversation about that topics, and then we provide you with righteous reviews. It's a review show about everything. The sky's the limit. Um, and I am Mike Hodgins, one of your three hosts on this show, along with, of course, the uh, ever, well, not ever annoyed, but certainly annoyed this today, Bo Schwartz. Yes, I'm super annoyed. Get on with it. I'm here. Hello. Hey, he's annoyed. And the annoying... The, the source of the annoyance, Croft and Steers. <laughs> and, and, and hey, without a doubt, the actual source, like we're not even being facetious, <laughs> the, liter- <laughs> the literal source. Hey, it's me, everybody's favorite podcast host, Croft and Steers. How's it going, guys? Oh, I'm feeling a little bit like Bo now. <laughs> 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 so, just for you listeners that are wondering, like, why, why is it? Why is Grogdon in such a great mood and they're in such a poor mood? Well, we just spent 40 minutes sound testing and, uh, it's taken its toll. I must admit, it's taken I also, its toll. I would also say, and it was not resolved. We just, we just <laughs> went ahead anyways. <laughs> That's the best part. In the end, we just did it. I was this close from hanging yeah. up on you guys. Like, I was so close. You were like, next. <laughs> We learned a lot today. Did we? It, it feels like this is the end of the episode, but really we're just beginning. Yeah, so what's new? How are you guys doing? What's kids getting older? See, just here's the, the thing. I, I have a hard time with this now, and I'm totally not picking on you, Bo, although it's really going to sound like it. Okay. But, like, because <laughs> because whenever we do these bits, I, I will say something about what's going on right now in the world, uh, because there's been a lot that's happened this past week. But the problem is, when the show is posted, that's generally, like, a month or so later. So it makes everything kind of, kind of dated. So I don't want to talk about the things that I want to talk about, really, because people will be like, God, that's so old news when they listen to it. So let me think about my kids. Well, you can talk Let's- about yourself because people, you know, like movies you watch are filmed like years in advance from when you watch it, but that doesn't affect your enjoyment. But yes, that's if true. you're going to talk about something prescient like, oh, the daily news of today, uh, whatever that might be, then, you know, it might not be very timely. So Okay, okay. So more, let, me, you know, let me try this again. Keep it personal. Okay, let me let me try this again. Uh, okay, so things are going really pr- quite well. Winter sucks. Uh, there's ice everywhere now. Everything is frozen. But I'm going to go on vacation hopefully soon. There. How was that? It's it's funny because uh, you know I have almost the re- the reverse thing of Crofton where I'm uh, I'm not going to go on vacation soon, but. This is a great winter. I've been really enjoying this winter, and uh, I have no worst. desire for it to end any sooner. I think it's great. It's dude. It's like the streets are ice. 
It's winter. <laughs> what do you want them to be? No, They're but not it's always shitty. ice. It should be snow. It should be snow. We've had a lot of um, snow, yeah, then thaw, then some rainy, and then it freezes. And it's happened like 10 times over the course of the winter. And it's just created yeah. a thick. But I, I dropped like- my daughter at the playground today. And yeah. it was not only was it ice, it was all bumpy. And kids were falling and getting hurt left and right. I was like, what the F, man? This is like, they need like jackhammers to chisel this thing out it's not like the fluffy beautiful snow winter we're in like the oh, shit of the winter right now it's like not. you're just being a little bit of <laughs> a devil's advocate you're like oh oh yeah winter is so beautiful right I now mean, it's, it's like garbage I, I, right I, now i ride i ride my bike to work every day it's great i have a i have a fun time i feel like if you know the kids are getting hurt on the ice you can have a lot of fun playing on ice. Oh my god! It would be way better riding your bike if there was no ice or snow. Okay, my annoyance is slowly shifting away from crops. <laughs> but it, but you know, it's like I always have this thing where it's like it's it's February in Canada, and it's like so it'd be like oh, but the ice is annoying, and then if it wasn't oh, the ice, it'd be like, there's snow. Faster. There's too much. There's too much snow. Yeah. In the, in the, oh, there's snow everywhere. I'm sick of snow. It's like, yeah, it's February. No, in I said I'm sick of ice. Everything being frozen. It's brutal. People are serenity now. Ice. Serenity now. <laughs> <laughs> I, there, I can Not literally. So bad, I man. took skates out. I took skates out yesterday and skated on my street in front of my house. That's ridiculous. It That's shouldn't awesome. even happen. No, because it wasn't like. Zambonied ice. It was all sorts of bumpy chunk ice. It was, I did it for the novelty. And then I'm like, okay, now it's over. And it's just shitty ice with like big Whatever. ass potholes. Oh, we've got lots of snow. I've had a good cross country ski season so far. I'm going downhill skiing with my son tomorrow. Life's grand. Isn't tomorrow work day? I mean, I'm, I don't want to hooky. I don't want to be good. <laughs> well, it's a vacation. I'm taking a vacation day to go ski. Yeah, I was going to say, maybe I'll. If you have a job to go to, don't no, no, my there. my boss knows about it, and but I'm like, my boss knows it's, it's, it's he or she's a fucking idiot and won't listen to this show. <laughs> well, she she won't listen to this show, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. So I'm going skiing tomorrow. Anyways, I like winter and I'm enjoying this one. And you know what? The the thing about it is that the, the days are getting longer, worse. the sun is brighter every day. Like spring's right around the corner, fellas. There's nothing to be worried about. There's nothing to be upset about. I hope my passport application goes through in time so I can get the fuck out of here. Well, I guess um, it depends if your references <laughs> give you a good one or a bad one. Oh! Why did I use you? Oh, <laughs> oh man, you're so screwed, I don't know about that guy. I don't know if he's really from Canada. And they be like, what? <laughs> like, he doesn't really like winter. It doesn't make sense. Anyway. Anywho, should we get uh, on to a random topic? We could. We, we could. could. If we got it all out of our system... Oh well, you don't God. like winter either, Bo. That's right. I don't. I just don't like the thaw, the ice. The ice is kind of killing me. But I like yeah. winter's fine. Uh, but the deep, the 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 thawing and then freezing, thawing and the freezing. I, I, don't I, I also got to point out that winter this year started like in early November. Yeah. Like it started even earlier than it normally did. So your whole like, oh, it's February. It's the last day of February, by the way. So now we've officially dated this podcast it is the last day of february so we're like into march but technically we had a whole extra month of winter at the front end and don't forget that last year our april was like a winter month because it went long last year so yeah we've had a lot of winter this that's like six months of winter Yo, you you live in Canada. <laughs> You'll be like, why is it winter for half the year? Four, four months. Give me four months. 
look, December, look where you January, you February, like March. Boom. That should be it. Bring on global warming. Like go to oh, no. California. Go to Florida. Live in those places. There's lots of places with no snow. Go there. You know? Go to New Zealand, your homeland. If you don't like it, leave it. All right, let's get yeah. on to a random it's, topic. It's sort of simple. Uh, You're the host, Mike. Yeah. Keep us on track. Okay, yeah, let's do a random topic. Let's, let's, do let's hope it's about ice. Ugh. Uh, well, I feel like we just, anyway, okay, the, <laughs> the topic today is, uh, reality TV. I feel like we were given the teaser for reality TV during our squabbling just now. It was kind of, well, it was kind of like a diva fight. We're having a little bit like Crofton couldn't get it together with his he- super headphones that have earned fallible, but failing us today. What? They're not failing us. They're just so good. I had you up at 200%, all right? And then Mike with his ice, ice winter is amazing. Ice trolling you Jagged guys. ice winter is the best. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. man. The ice only came, like, last week. Come on. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, so, re- reality TV. It yeah. feels like, do we need parameters for this? Uh, why? Why would we do that to ourselves? Because, like, okay. Is a documentary reality TV? No. No. Is a show that is like, you know, say, Alaska Highway Truckers. Yes. Is that reality, reality TV? TV? Yes. Is. Yes. So like. Like Pickers, where people find old junk. Storage Wars or whatever. Yeah. American those Pickers. are all those. Antique Roadshow. Is that, is that mm, a reality no. TV? No. No, definitely not. Why not? It's it's very different than it doesn't have like it's not like you go to the antiques road shop road show and there's like the same two guys are like today you know we found a new gorgeous find and they go in there and there's a bunch of contrived is shit. Pawn, to is try Pawn to Stars drug. reality TV? Yeah, like okay, well, I mean maybe That's you a, need to compartmentalize it. Like it's reality TV, but it's 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 different than like Big Brother or Survivor reality TV, but it's still a, a version of reality pa- TV. Pawn Stars is. I think so. But Antique so. Roadshow is not. No, because it doesn't have the, the like, personalities of the people are not involved. When you watch Antique Roadshow, there's just some, like, academic guy being like, well, this is a late uh, Chesterfield from the blah. Like, you know, it's not like th- their personalities aren't coming they're into play. Not, but I, I feel like reality not, TV shows is when one of the, the people involved, the way they are, affects the show. Like, um, what was the one with the motor- Orange County Choppers? Like, that's reality TV. They're not trying. Um, they're not very, like, trying to the personalities create. involve the conflicts between Hello? them. Yeah, <laughs> can I speak? <laughs> go, go ahead, Bo. <laughs> they're not trying to create a narrative, narrative, uh, a dramatic narrative out of the people involved. They're not actors playing characters, but a reality television show on some level is making a story of the people and what they're doing. And so Antique Roadshow, as Mike said, is about looking at, like, it's antique porn. It's like looking at antiques, appraising them. It's focused on that, right? Like a car show would not be reality yeah. TV. But it, isn't that what Pawn Stars is focused on? No. No, because, well, and we'll get into the meat of reality TV, is that they often pose as such shows 
but are not such shows, right? Like Big okay. Brother, a study in interpersonal dynamics. <laughs> it's, it's not reality television. Right. It's it's science for the masses. Yeah, it, you know, it's like you could. There's all like that's the problem with reality TV is that it's full of bullshit <laughs> about yeah. about what it is exactly they're portraying, and that's why people reality TV like the, the it's a genre, but it's also a pejorative label. In sh- I think marketing for shows like fight against and like. Oh no, Jersey Shore is not reality TV. It's just people having a good time. You know, like watch, like it's like you no know, show's <laughs> gonna be like, that? come watch our reality TV. We got the best one. They always market it as not reality TV. Is Judge Judy reality TV? No. No, I don't think so. It's an exercise like in human misery. Judge shows have their own thing. Yeah. But 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 if they made a show like the Osbournes where we went to Judge Judy's house and, and watched her get along with her husband and her kids, that would be reality TV. The so Osbournes. I guess reality TV isn't just like uh, a blanket term for stuff that's that's not sort of like with real per- real people, filming real people doing stuff. Like, um, like, for example, a show on the Discovery Channel where like Crocodile Hunter or something where he's going through and all that, even though it's all real, what he's presenting, that's not reality. The term reality TV is almost a, a misnomer. Like it's a little bit. It's, it's like, per, it's like personality conflict TV is what they should call it. Right. I mean, like, no, and I think, yeah. I think that's fair. I'm just, that's what I mean about the parameters. I th- is that I think that like, if you told somebody like with who had no knowledge of any of this, you said, "Hey, do you want to watch some reality TV?" They would probably have a very different feeling about what you were talking about than what you are actually talking about, because they would be like, "Whoa, TV that are that goes into the nature of our reality," or they'd be like, "Oh, TV that's that's about real stuff that's." that's going on like if it's about if it's a fiction tv show then it wouldn't be a reality tv show but if it's a non-fiction uh it, you know then maybe then it would be a reality show right but that's not at all the case is what bo said really it's like yeah it's it, it's um you know uh characters that are that are ostensibly real people but uh, the 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 drama is very much it's either completely manufactured in the sense of like um those shows like i think of uh, the the housewife shows and the jersey shore shows or whatever or it's or it's manufactured through um uh, an artificial dynamic like survivor and editing so like survivor is like i don't think you know survivor is a is a game show but like they don't all the conflicts that happen on that are based on this artificial situation that they're in that is skewing them towards perhaps conflict, you know, and, no, and it uh, forces them to interact. That. I think on some level, like, like in the creation of a reality TV show, you have to set up a situation like Mike, the situation, from Jersey Shore. Um, like what situation? Well, there's, there's a, one of the guys, one of the guys on Jersey Shore. His, I think it's his name is Mike, but his is, like his street name is the situation. So you just call him uh, the situation. Mike the situation Sorrentino or something. Like that. <laughs> yeah, I've never seen. I don't think I've seen that show. Honestly, um, you should watch the first season just at least to get a piece of culture in you. A whole season? I don't. I don't think so. Yeah, Trust yeah. me, you'll just keep watching. It's hard to not like it. It's one of those. So it's a train wreck. It's, it's, it's a train wreck. Reality show is addictive. It. 
Like it's manufactured to be addictive. Wow. As like, addictive unlike as other- Game of Thrones is. I mean, no, but reality is there a reality show that is just designed to make you watch one show and be sated? I'll tell. I'll tell you right but now. No when TV, I think of no, a, no television shows really designed that way, right? Well, you know, like a singular, a singular <laughs> long no no dramatic episode. Show. Or, you know, their singular, like even CSI or whatever episode, like they have the crime of the week. They solve the crime. Boom. You're, you're in, you're out. Like, I mean, there are types of shows that are designed to have sort of insular episodes. I'd argue that NCIS show, which incidentally is like the most popular show for the past like five years is like a kind of, you know, you could be in, you could be out. They don't try to hook you in the same way that the reality show does. Now the one, Here's the thing is like my favorite reality show, cause reality shows kind of boomed with Survivor in, mm-hmm. in like around 2000. And then they, they, at one point it was really, really popular. And then they, they, I, I, I would argue still, now they're that still maybe big, they're, they're at a lull or whatever. Sorry, Bo. I think they're still big. We just don't watch them. Maybe they're still big, but there was a moment, I think, in pop culture where, like, everybody in it, you know, with the Rise of Survivor, Big Brother, The Bachelor, all these game show type ones. Um, and then there was a different boom. There's been other booms when new genres of reality shows, like those housewife shows, like the Orange County ones and all that. There was a big boom at one point for those. I, I, I still think they're, they're big enough business, but I think at one point they really, they, they really had a big boom, but one that I um that I got into a little bit like one or one season of was Hell's Kitchen. I'm not sure if you guys have ever seen. Yeah, that Hell's show. Kitchen's great. I've watched. But a lot Hell's of Kitchen was the example for me of the archetypal reality show in the sense that um it 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 had so, like so much. Uh, of, I don't know, it preyed on like the chemicals in your brain to be like, you know, find out what happens next. You know, like they would have ads in the show for stuff happening on later on in the show, you know, like who will be eliminated, you know, find out, you know, and then, and then later in the show, and, and they would do tension drawing out moments, like a lot of that. So for example, when you find out, when Gordon Ramsay is like somebody's got to leave the kitchen or something like that, he doesn't just say like, uh, you know, someone's got to leave or, or whatever. Hey, hey, you, you, you're gone. You know, whatever. There's like this, like, and the music all swells and swells and swells up into the point where he names the person and then they're revealed. Like it's all very much done to sort of pray on your emotions as much as possible. Like you're like, who's going to go? Who's going to, Oh my God, Steve's gone. I can't believe it. I thought he was going to make the finals, you know, like, but the way that they, they, they hook you with the editing, the music, the everything. Uh, I remember with the hell's kitchen, I was like, I don't care about cookie, but why am I so wrapped up in this? I don't even know. Yeah. I could screw up the beef Wellington. Why isn't prep done? <laughs> I mean, the, the problem with hell's kitchen is that they're, and a lot, it's a lot of it's filler. That's the thing. Like, it's just, they do all that stuff, but there's actually some, you know, interesting human travesty, human exaggerated emotion that goes on that, that is entertaining to watch. Like, I mean, those ones at least have a kind of background, uh, structure of something game show esque or like Survivor or, and even these ones like uh, Pawn Stars or Orange County Choppers, there's like a thing. Well, I mean, that's there, there's a real prize with the Hell's Kitchen. They get to be head chef of a, a very high end restaurant. Like, like it's it's 
this the rewards they get for it are actually significant. Yeah, I mean, but 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 regardless of yeah yeah, I mean that one in particular for sure. And uh, but there's still some Brothers structure. But then there's the kind that are like just the pure reality. Like, uh, well, I, I mean, I, I'm thinking again of like I haven't watched yet, but what I sort of assume like Real Housewives of whatever is like. Or I was I was thinking Big Brother to a certain extent as a background of kind of watch that been a long time but you know like like it seems like because they're not scripted they have uh, a lot of them rely on these sort of background structures to 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 move along uh the kind of like conflict and it seems like they're just designed like wh- whenever i think of whenever i think of of reality tv i think of people screaming at each other that's what i think of and then when i think of reality like the interactions i have with people that never happens so I'm like it's like these things are are like experiments in fucking oh. with human beings well, to make yeah. them as they, uncomfortable as possible, and they, then let's all they, watch a, as they get they, as they hate each other. They have to do they, that, like in a in a television. In, if you're writing a dramatic work of art, you have to you know create conflict. You've taken screenwriting classes, right? You have to create the situation yeah, that causes the characters fiction. to push up against each other, create dramatic tension for people different. So we have to do that with real people. So, as like you but said, no, we don't. No, no, <laughs> no I'm sorry. Don't. Wait, reality television has to do that with real people, right? Um, and in order to create the narratives, so the dressing is the dressing. Like you said, it could be a game show. Big Brother's a game show. The Hell's Kitchen is just a game show, but <clears throat> it's a game show where they make the contestants bunk together and then work together. But I have no doubt that people go around and intentionally like. Like, let's say I did a good job of cutting up all my vegetables. They swap out the vegetables and put poorly cut ones in there or, you know, shit like that in order to create, like, who didn't cut the vegetables right? And everyone's pointing fingers at each other. And all of a sudden, you've got something to put on television. So, well, yeah, someone who doesn't is. like conflict dodges, you better stop talking about winter and your love of it all the time or people will scream at you. <laughs> Well, that, that's that's not contrived, though. Um, I feel like the, the wrong country. The best people, the best people, they put on reality shows really think and believe the stupid shit that they go through. Like the the memorable ones, all the ones that are idiots that everyone sort of loves to point at and laugh and talk about at work the next day. Are people really, really that dumb? Hey, <laughs> yeah, what? Can, but, <laughs> Go Can I tell a little pseudo embarrassing story that will that will sort of sag into what I think about some of these things? Please, so, please do. So here's the deal. Like dis- disclaimer, uh, during this boom of reality shows, I watched um, The Apprentice featuring uh, your favorite president and mine, Donald Trump. Believe it or not, before he was a president, he was a reality host. And, uh, we all know this. Part time <laughs> huckster. Yeah, um, get on and, with the story. So <laughs> explaining it like we never, we didn't know this. Like, nobody knows this out there. And just for context, uh, a television is a box in which you watch something that people have filmed. It's like, yes. And it's moving pictures, TV. but they don't really move. It's actually so, frames of animation that moves. So d- the, the apprentice was a hundred percent. Uh, knit from the same cloth as all these shows, you know, like there was like a template post survivor. You had the teams, 
you know, someone got eliminated at the end. There's an elimination thing. In Trump's case, he fired the person, all, all that sort of stuff. So it was the first episode, and it was the same, like, the, the Hell's Kitchen guy who got the chef, the, uh, the chef job and the whole, um, uh, the, the winner. And I, I still remember the first guy's name was like Bill Rancic, I think was his name. The fact I still remember that is retarded. But he got, got a high level job in the Trump organization running a like skyscraper project or something, some ridiculous project, right? So it was actually supposed to be about like good business people and like who had the best sort of business practices and, and 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 all the competitions were tailored to like testing somebody's skill just in the same way that hell's kitchen was supposed to be te about testing their cooking but at one point like you know ratings swelled and people were like okay we're into this there's a couple of seasons and then ratings sort of kind of tapered off a little bit so then they somebody had the idea they were like you know Instead of like getting nobody businessmen, let's get like celebrities instead and test their, their business acumen. So then they started having the celebrity apprentice and they would alternate between the regular apprentice and the celebrity apprentice. And then at one point they realized that people were not following the regular apprentice nearly as much. And they just went full celebrity apprentice with all these B, C, D level celebrities. Um, and, uh, and it just got crasser and crasser, believe it or not. It's not like it started as high art to begin with. And in the first season, <laughs> Trump had, Trump had these two advisors that ostensibly worked for the Trump organization, but by like season like four or five, he fired them both and replaced them with his kids, you know, like, um, that was foreshadowing by the way. Uh, and, uh, and then so, so bottom line is this show, which started like, okay, it had some sort of aspirations of like showing business practices and, in in, 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 in a certain light and making a competition out of it and all that turned into like this complete sideshow, like more so than it even was at the beginning. It just degraded. And that to me is a good representation of reality TV in general. There, the high points of reality TV show, and I think Survivor is one of them. Uh, came early and then we've just been like going down the hill right, since wait. then. And it I got, I got like two things. I got two things. One, all right. All right. One, I've talked enough. Where was the embarrassing part in the story? You just explained how <laughs> the apprentices me, work. Me watching Donald Trump's show. That's we all watched it. We all watched it. No, we didn't all I watch watched it. it. We all watched Mike, it. Mike, did you watch it? I, I think I've seen some of the first season. Ah, yeah. there. Perfect. Maybe it's not I, I just said, I watched Jersey Shore. Like, you're amongst friends here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I'm waiting for, like, and I jacked off to it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> support, <laughs> supporting Trump in any capacity feels like a dirty thing. Well, it's now. one thing to support him All when right, you're kind of half I'm, laughing at his stupid you're fired gimmick. Uh, it's another thing when he's president. I had two. I had two. But, uh, Oh, yeah, go ahead, Bo. I had two. But I forgot the other shit. Uh, so uh, one was that we... It was, was not embarrassing. It was not, there's nothing to be embarrassed about, but the second one was... Oh, I take issue with the fact that it's declining, because who's the hottest hip-hop artist right now? Who's the hottest hip-hop artist? Uh, Cardi B. Cardi B. Shout out Cardi B, right, guys? Yeah, shout out Cardi B. Shout out Cardi B. Shout out Cardi B. 
Uh, shout out Cardi B. Boom. Um, so but for the record, <laughs> I also hate Cardi B. <laughs> she, I mean, no, no, shout, out Cardi, 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 shout out Cardi B. Shout out Cardi B. But I, Cardi I, B. I despise her work. <laughs> shout, shout out Cardi B. Um, uh, for those not getting it, it's sort of an inside joke. So what does she have? So a shitty reality? Her, she got show? her start on Love and Hip Hop, which is still running. It's a huge. Uh, oh, reality TV show. Th- I did not know that. Th- there, it's and if not. I could, dis- <laughs> I could dislike her often, more. There's I a would. whole compilation of her time, and you can hear her talk about. I got my nails done, and I'm hanging out with my sisters. You know what oh, I'm saying? God. Anyway, we went out down to the club, and we met some dudes, and the dudes were like, "We want to get with y'all." We were like, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, we ain't seeing that." Like, it's you know, shout out oh. Cardi B. I wasn't trying to make fun of you. It's just. Yeah, talk Look, like she's that. the hottest uh, artist in the city. Hottest I get artist it, in the city. But yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> shout out Cardi B. Um, so the um, uh, but she got her start on on Love and Hip Hop, and and that show's huge. Like I think when you say <gasps> there's is, a decline in reality mean? TV, I think it's because we're just not the audit. Like it's a dec- like we have moved past it. We know it's artifice. But- we don't respect it. We don't watch it. So. And we're all on Netflix now, but there are a lot of people I look, watching. I don't think I don't think Crofton was saying that that no one's watching it, uh, but that it started with some aspirations of, oh, this is a new and interesting kind of TV. Let's watch it, and we can do so in a certain. And then it just it just devolved into like trash. People screaming at each other, just utter trash that people consume in the same way that they eat, like you know, that we chips and drink coke all day you know like it's trash we all know it's trash it's just it's fully that now i think that's all crofton was saying there was a time when we were all like i remember survivor i was in i was invested in survivor for a couple seasons when i was like oh yeah this is an interesting show you know it felt new but now it's just it's just devolved into like people like i can't watch it anymore because any of it because i just feel like it's it's embarrassing it's people who just throwing their dignity out the window to act like idiots so that they can become C-level celebrities and then maybe make it big and get on Celebrity Apprentice. Uh, hey, hey C-level that, was, that was the slogan for this podcast, and I resent you using it as your own <laughs> you idea. you got to drink carefully. This show is kind of borderline reality. Uh, this is not reality. We're just having a conversation about but We something. create conflict. Not reality we, we invent problems. There's no with, contrived We thing. invent no. problems with mixers that are working just fine, but all of a sudden they're not working, and then Cross is pissing me off! But remember, we said, I'm and kidding. I think this I'm is joking. true, we did not say uh, that reality TV is not a reflection of reality. Like, we're having a, a conversation right now. Uh, we can disagree about things. Mm-hmm. That's different. You know, you can listen to any day of the week, talk radio, and you'll hear the same thing. It's not reality TV. Uh, it, that's it's a it's its own thing. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I haven't watched it in a while, but just because something is still popped my point about the Cardi B thing. Uh, Shout out Cardi B and uh, hottest artist in the city. <laughs> well, and didn't she win? This is an aside, but so she won like best rap album, and people were like, "Oh, this is such an achievement! No woman's ever won." Best rap album, and I and and then it's like having listened to some of her songs on Bo's um, encouragement. I'm like, this is not an achievement for women. It is not an achievement for anyone. It's not, <laughs> this a, is, not this, really an achievement for hip hop either. 
Also, it's, Nicki Minaj it is, it is, is way better. It is a sad better. state of affairs of pop culture I'm, where we're like, this is the best. She's like, I like checks, checks, money. I'm like, this, this is, this is where <laughs> that's the best fucking thing we have. It's so sad. Makes me want to weep. I, I'm a, I'm a, I can't I'm believe you Barbie. Oh, God, it's seared into my brain in a terrible way. It's like a nightmare. Just, that song through. just wasn't for you, man. That, 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 no, it's garbage. It's garbage. It's superficial. Like, all we care about is the most basic crap of, like, I need to get paid so I can get some bling. Like, come on. You know, everyone knows. Once you get over certain ages, that's all shit. It's not what makes your life good. Everyone knows that, you know, unless you're an idiot. Unless you watch reality TV. Well, because hang on. Before we go in, I kind of just want to keep talking about Cardi B because it's fun. Shout out Cardi B. Uh, respect. <laughs> but when I did that impression of you, if you're listening, it was just out of respect. It was not. It was, mine, it was, mine wasn't. It was. I have. I no know. I know. My, we got some issues to work out. Mike's got Mike. beef with you, Cardi. I mean, <laughs> shout out Cardi B. But let's face it, she is awful. Oh man, no, no, don't be a hater. Don't be a hater. Um, but uh, or whatever. Do do what you want. I don't care. Um, so. <laughs> What I wanted to say was, I mean, there is a good example of a reality TV show, and it may be just because I like it, because I think all the criticisms you kind of throw at the artifice of it still remain true in this case. But and Crofton brought up the right celebrities, Gordon Ramsay, but it's not Hell's Kitchen; it's the UK version of Kitchen Nightmares, not the American one, because they're pseudo documentaries. He doesn't cuss anyone out. He gets he has a temper when he sees stuff in bad shape. He says it, but it's very mundane. It's very, you know, it's a family. They're on the ropes, and he's trying to help them. And they're making drama out of people's tough lives. But most of them are basically happy ending stories and success stories, and like it's the complete opposite of Hell's Kitchen. Still, Gordon Ramsay still has a temper, but they don't hype up like. Him as a madman, they just show him he has an intensity about standards and cooking in kitchens, and then showing what his influence can bring to all these restaurants. It's a beautiful reality television series, and I would recommend it and wholeheartedly tell people to watch it. So it's here, on, it was on Netflix. Thing. I don't know if it still is. Here's the thing, Bo, is like you know, and playing playing devil's advocate, I was going to say, are there any reality shows that like? Add value, teach you something or whatever. Like, and I think, I think that it's possible to find them because it is a broad genre and you could look at all this, this sort of stuff. And I'm not saying that that Kitchen Nightmare show is, is, is not good or, or it's is bad. Best. Shout out, uh, shout out Gordon Ramsay. But, uh, Gordy, Gordy B. Shout out Gordy B. Or Gordy R. <laughs> with reality, with reality <laughs> shows, like if you have this category and you look at it and, and you say like, you know, of that, of that group, you know, five to 10% of it is good. You know, 60% is mediocre and whatever the rest is, I'm bad at math is God awful. Then I would say that's, that doesn't make a good overall thing. You know, like when you're looking at it, you're like, Oh, okay. There's not, there's not much of redeeming value in in this in this field i remember at one point i don't know if it still exists but they were giving an emmy for best reality pro reality tv show 
And uh, then it became, and they, they eventually had one for best reality host or something, but like that, that, that's what it was. It was always the same shows. I think the amazing race won it like 20 years in a row and then survivor won it once or something like that. And it's always the same shows because these shows run for a ridiculous amount of seasons. And I'm not saying the amazing race isn't like a fun show to watch, but it's the exception and not the rule. I, I just think the overall rule of these, these shows is that they're like lowbrow, but in a bad way, like in a yeah. way that is making yeah. you kind of like, and, I, and I find uh, the wholesome ones much less represent reprehensible when they're wholesome. But but even even the what what do you mean the wholesome ones like that like, family like, like with like twenty five kids or whatever? No, no, kitchen nightmares um, is a wholesome one. The UK one, um, Amazing Race, I consider a wholesome one. I don't think I, I don't think I've ever watched. I haven't watched too much Amazing Race, but it's always seemed like they were competing and nobody. But they're competing, but they're still yeah, it's still a bit reality TV nobody show. Nobody was and debasing it is reality. But it, no, but I'm saying yeah, it, they were but, wholesome. No one was debasing yeah, yeah. themselves or. But it's like whole, okay, so a, a couple uh, things. Still the dignity, the dignity thing, and, and I and I think like we're 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 gawking at people, basically, you know, like doing stupid shit and throwing their their dignity out their windows. And I would include a, a, a some like Amazing Race in that because there's always one where it's like, okay, now someone on your team has to eat the testicles of a rat or something that's like that, fair, and then they do factor. it and throw up on. You know, or whatever, and you're just like, why are we watching this? You know, like, why is this a thing? Uh, so, like, there's that aspect. I really feel like we're just watching people debase themselves for want of fame or want of money, both of which are sad ends to watch someone, uh, you know. And we lost them. Kind of looks like uncomfortable. Mike's frame right now. And Crofton's muted. <laughs> For my opinion. Is it? Uh, the, um, oh, there he is. He's back. <laughs> I think so. Oh, you're back. I, see, I was going to say that he has no idea that he's been gone this yeah. whole time. Like, yeah, I've been uh, ranting for Yeah, yeah. He's, you've been gone uh, for a solid minute, at least. Well, you were oh, just man, saying so. uh, you were just saying how much you liked reality TV. Oh yeah, okay. Uh, no, but, <laughs> <laughs> what was the last bit I said? I don't uh, remember. We were we waited. A okay, long. so I'll just I'll just pick up for, from from where it was at, which was so um, reality TV. It was it is around and is successful not because people want it and demand it, but also because it's cheap, cheap to make by the network to make. We, yeah. we, we all know this. It's hard to make TV, but, but it's like, it's like if you build a cheap product, like, well, that's what you get. Right. And uh, so it's like reality TV, you know, good boat talked about, uh, you know, you, you're, they're trying to create conflict and drama. And it's like, look, if you watch a fine piece of, of fiction that's crafted by someone who's a, who's a good writer, who, who knows how to draw out that kind of drama that we want to see on screen in a good movie, you know, hopefully that, there's thought behind it. You know, there could be allegory behind it. Like it's, it's something that is a piece of art that you can draw something with lessons, entertainment, whatever. Uh, none of that is present in reality TV. Like it is, it is just conflict uh, without purpose. And, and I would say that most, most decent fiction is conflict with purpose. Uh, what, and usually it's to, teach you something about humanity or whatever. And if any, if, if something I learned from reality TV, it's that like, man, human beings are even shittier than I thought they were. Like when you watch this stuff, it's just like people just squabbling about it. shit. And it's just like, but it's also not 
I, I have no experience like that. When I watch the way people have conflict on these shows and allow themselves to be put into situations where conflict is just dropped on them, where, where if I was in one of these shows, sometimes I would be like, this is dumb. Why are we doing this? This is so silly. Like it's a million dollars at the end of Survivor. I was like, who cares? Why don't we agree to split it up? We'll each take a few, We're, you know, people are like get this guy off the show. He's not making good drama. What's your take on but, improv though? Improv? Well, it's not improv. Like they're not I know, doing but, improv. But improv is not created with an intent to go anywhere. They don't know where they're going. No, but uh, but, imp- but improv is is a is a team exercise. They're working together. Good improv is the yes and right. It's a uh, it's people working together to try to usually make something entertainment, uh, entertaining. But but none of this is improv. You know, it's it's unscripted. No, no, but that doesn't it's, mean it's unscripted and not improv. Are the, talented people. Who the the degree to it. which the participants are unwitting is also the degree to which, in your knowledge of that, you enjoy reality TV more. Like the the less someone is aware of what's happening to them as part of a sh- being a subject on a reality television series, the more delicious it is. I think for the people who consume it, uh, I guess. But it's just like, do you take pleasure in laughing? It's like well, laughing so at someone. The, you ma- know? the vast majority of the examples are as you describe. I would say again that it's a very slender minority, but it is possible to create wholesome content that isn't about laughing. Ninety nine percent of it's as you describe, but man, Kitchen Nightmares is super good. Well, I'm glad you have a show you like. I think we should roll in the verdicts right now because I think we're 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 all dancing around our verdicts. Bring in those farm animals. Oh sure. yeah, we good? It's verdict time already. Oh my god, I feel like already it's, it's been like an hour. Oh, I kind of, I kind of, I kind of. To be honest with you, I kind of like talk about. Reality you have more television. to say about reality TV? I don't know. I have more to say. It. We've explained what it is. I think I think we're kind of talking around. Don't worry, we can draw out your verdicts. You always do. <laughs> what? <laughs> Always does. How dare you say that? How's your ears holding up, Crofton? I think first. as Me the first. host, Mike should go first. Also, uh, his verdict is so clear that you could see it from space. So go it's ahead. Walking, it's walking from across like the desert. You can just see it just walking with the Sun in the background. Here it comes. You mean the ice desert where he's slipping his way across? Barely making it. Skiing across the icy snow right up into your face. Takes a pause, looks at you and says, bad. Because that's what you all knew I was going to say. It's just reality TV is bad. It's not good TV. It's bad TV. Uh, it's not good reality. It's a bad reality. It's not even reality. I, I hard, I have a hard time finding anything redeemable about it. And, and if versions of other things that are, that are the non-reality TV versions of those things are better. Like, so it's like, if you want to watch Pickers to learn about antiques or antiques roadshow, as we were talking about, antiques roadshow is far superior if what you're interested in is, is, is antiques. You know, if you want to watch cooking show and learn something about cooking, don't watch Gordon Ramsay shit on people. Watch salt, uh, salt, acid, fat, heat. You know, it's, it's more entertaining. You'll learn more. It's nice. It's a great, it's a great piece of television. Watch it on Netflix. Uh, you know, like there, there's a way to, to watch all of 
anything that reality TV is putting out, there's a better version of it that isn't about demeaning and debasing people and, and us la- pointing and laughing as they humiliate themselves on TV because they're unfortunate souls who think that the, the money that they're going to get at the end of this is just the greatest thing ever. And I don't take pleasure in pointing and laughing at people. You know, there was a time in my life when I did. Those days were like when I was a teenager or in my twenties. I'm like, I don't anymore. I like, I just feel bad and sad for those people. And when I watch reality TV, that's usually how I feel. I didn't say, well, why have I done this? So yeah, it's terrible. All right. I'm done. All right. I want to bring up the rear craft and I haven't done that in a while. Okay. I'll go, I'll go next. My turn. So, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna vote for Mike. Uh, I'll be honest. Mike, no hard feelings. Um, I had an alliance with Bo from pretty much day <laughs> one. Um, and, uh, we really, we really wanted to get on with you, but you keep going on these long rants and about the, <laughs> there's no pleasure in the world and the people should watch Netflix and all this. And honestly, we can't take it anymore. So, um, you know, no hard feelings. I hope we can be friends off the show, but, uh, I gotta vote for you. Also, uh, I'm going to say that overall for reality shows, they're bullshit. So uh, if I could get that sound effect, that'd be great. Uh, and uh, the thing about reality shows is that uh, they are bullshit. Like pretty much all of them are garbage. However, I have been very much entertained by certain ones. They really prey on your emotions or whatever. But I mean, I want to reserve bad for things that are actually really bad. And reality shows, like, whatever, who am I to judge one person's entertainment over another, really? Like, I think they're crappy. I think there's better stuff that you could watch. I also think that there's shows like Mary Kondo on Netflix or whatever that have, like, you know, that aren't about laughing about people and that are perhaps have redeemable stuff. I like some of the, the competition shows. But I think, by and large, it's a pile of sludge. So I'm uh, going to say it's bullshit, though. I mostly agree with everything that Mike said, despite voting him off the island. That's my bird. Well, well played. <laughs> that deserves an applause. Wow. All right, Bo. I think that I think that was the best verdict delivered so far. I think Crofton set a new bar for doing a bit. I'd just like to dedicate my verdict to his verdict. <laughs> his verdict is dedicated to him and his excellent. You wanted to go up the rear. You knew you had to follow. Uh, I also I should tell you before you leave, Mike, that I voted for you too for all the reasons Crofton said. Uh, oh, now I have to go back to my pathetic uh, life. You know what? Um, $30,000 I was hoping to earn. I, I, and, was, and to think, to think I ate the vomit of that donkey <laughs> to stay on in round three. And you're not even on the jury. We we appreciate that you did that, but it just wasn't enough. It just, you know, it wasn't enough. But thank you. Um, so, uh, yeah, I... I kind of agree with a lot of with what Mike said, actually. I just feel like uh, I don't feel angry. <laughs> I feel that angry energy and hatred towards it. I feel like there are good examples of wholesome reality television that, yes, I know are manufactured, but are not necessary. It's not Gary Busey on The Celebrity Apprentice, you know, uh, which, I mean, I watched with great enter- entertainment. I'm not going to lie. Gary Busey was... He's a virtuoso of reality television. That was quite an experience. Um, <clears throat> but I'm hard-pressed to think of very few that really deeply impacted me, like Kitchen Nightmares. I thought the Kitchen Nightmares was fantastic. It might be the only one 
that is I would recommend as a worth watch. But I think there are people who do cool things who don't necessarily have salacious angle on their shows that still might be fun to watch a day of. And it kind of crisscrosses into that, you know, reality TV versus um, shit show. Like another good one, actually, that I thought was okay was the Gene Simmons reality show. I don't know if you guys watched that, but they didn't do anything crazy on that show. Gene Simmons' Family Jewels? That's right. That show is actually decent. Like, they, they don't exploit people. He doesn't do weird things. And it's kind of all about him and how much of a entrepreneur he is. Like, he's, but why do you want to watch it? It's interesting. You better to do? It's, it's entertaining. And, and that's why you would want to watch it. <laughs> um, and yes, it is manufactured. Yes, there's a dramatic arc. It's not a documentary or a live stream where you're just watching footage like a newsreel but it was wholesome and felt good so i think there are examples where it can be good but um i'm gonna settle my verdict on bullshit because the overwhelming majority of it is exploitative shit so bullshit it is team bullshit last on the, the alliance island. stands yeah <laughs> <laughs> the uh the, what funny thing about uh, Gene Simmons is that he was on, uh, I think, one of the first Donald Trump Celebrity Apprentices. Yeah. And uh, you can see the thing with Donald Trump and the Celebrity Apprentices is that uh, there's some celebrities that are more famous than others or made for better TV. And he clearly did not want to fire them despite them being super incompetent. You know, like, it would be like somebody semi-competent, like, uh, against, you know, somebody ridiculously incompetent and he would just be like well you're more famous so the other one is fired but gene simmons one week like he pretty much quit like he pretty much he he's like i take full responsibility and donald was like you should blame somebody else he's like nope blame me and then he was like gene i really don't want to fire you he's like no fire me or whatever and you can see donald trump just seeing money fly out the door he's like oh i really want to keep gene simmons on this show uh but it's so manufactured yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, well, um, listeners, if you want to, um, oh, tell us that our show. You guys is hear that? Cheap. Wait, wait. Oh, oh, a piece of mail flew in. The bird what? delivered it. He dropped it on your lap. But wait, I have to read it. I don't know. Hmm, that Internet sense. works weird. <laughs> we got it. We got it. We got a message, guys. Uh, from I'll just say your first name because I, I don't want to. I don't want to presume, but from another Michael. And, um, there are many of us, the Michael Club. And the subject line of his message was that he loves he, he loves the show. Which you, when you get an email, I never know what we're gonna get with this show. We get nothing but positive, so I don't know why I say that. But like, I just <laughs> well, assume someone's gonna fuck. listen to this and be like, "Fuck your show." And you know like, what? What I've always thought though is, it, is it, you know, it's like everyone who watches our show, their their parents tell them like, "Well, if you don't have anything to say, don't say anything at all." And then we haven't gotten mail for. Ever so, yeah, you know? yeah. Well, that's one way to look at it. But he says, "Love the show." <laughs> so, uh, Michael, Michael says, "Bo Croft and Michael, all names spelled correctly, which is impressive." Uh, I just want, well, <laughs> except the Michael we part. Our own name <laughs> he's spelled, I, nope, he, nope. he spelled his own name right, but the Bo Crofton part's impressive. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just wanted to write in and tell you that I enjoy your show, and I've been listening to older episodes on my way to work. It always makes me laugh, and I enjoy how your opinions make me think twice about the topics. Keep up the great pod. 
Just kidding. Nobody says pod. Still keep it up, though. <laughs> Cheers from Edmonton, Alberta, Michael. Sweet. Right, Mike from Edmonton. And hey, I like Mike. the throwback to the pod. Yeah, I think we need to bring that back, guys. Well, it's hey. probably the first latest episode that's been released. Was it? I thought that was a while back. I know. No, no, it was a while back. That's the joke. But, but in a curious twist of irony, because on another show I do called Core, which used to focus on Heroes of the Storm, our Twitter handle was Core Heroes, right? And, and Scott recently changed it to Core Pod. And he hates pod too. And like literally a bunch of people came out of the woodwork and they're like, why did you call it pod? Like, welcome, to, <laughs> welcome to the pod. He's like, leave me alone. Screw off. I just needed to change I really it. should bring that back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Michael, for, uh, for sending this. Yes, as that. You, I, I know it doesn't seem like much, but like honestly for us, uh, doing a, a, a show like this, it is a small show. Every time we get one of those, it really, really makes a big difference for us personally. Like we're obviously not getting rich on this or anything. So like, uh, we, we enjoy doing it. We enjoy hanging out with each other and even Mike sometimes, but like, um, but we, we really appreciate positive feedback any yeah. positive feedback you want to throw our way is great and if you send us one piece of negative feedback we'll probably pull the whole plug on the show up <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just no kidding. no we can take it look i just got voted off the show today and i'm doing all right so yeah. uh, if you want to call in and shit journey? on us please do so uh there's nothing wrong with that we're we're into open open dialogue on the show thanks again mike for writing in and giving us your opinion i don't know if you go by mike or michael everyone always tells me is it mike or michael and i say i don't care my name has no value. Uh, but uh, anyways, <laughs> we'd like to hear from you. From you. So uh, if you want to write in and uh, throw your vote in to kick me off the show, please do. Uh, you can get in touch with us uh, in several ways. Go to goodbadbull.com. That's like the you know, the, the, the jumping off point to find the ways to get in touch. So there's goodbadbull at gmail.com uh, on, on the Twitter, at goodbadbull. Or you can go on the Facebook page uh, if you want to do that and send us a message there. Probably to Bo. I don't know if anyone else checks it. Um, but you can listen to the show. Google Play, iTunes. Uh, I think there's another one now. Uh, Spotify. What's the other one, Bo? On Spotify. The, yeah, good old Well, there's Google Spotify. Play. There's uh, yeah, iTunes, and we're on Spotify now. Although I haven't I checked it. If, so if someone who has Spotify can tell me that they were able to listen to the show, that'd be great. I don't have yeah, Spotify. it would be great. And we still have I have a- Spotify. Oh, are we on there? Yo, you listen yeah, to her. You're a number one listener, so. <laughs> That's true. Crofton's yeah, a number one listener. Yeah, He's also the head of the Crofton Steers Croftaholics fan club. I, I, you know, there's dozens of us. Yeah. Most of them live in your house. Um, and are aware they're, they're all in the club. But, uh, we also have a Patreon, uh, page for people who want to support the show and always a great shout out to our patrons. Thank you for your support. We uh, very much appreciate it. Uh, and if you want to check that out, it's patreon.com slash goodbad. Uh, quick little earmark on that, actually, just because it's relevant. We had only one goal on our Patreon page of hitting $25. And oh, my the, God. And the reward for reaching $25 was I'd come up with some other goals and work on the starter. And I, I, made, other goal? I, I made that about four years ago because you're supposed to put stretch goals and you can give rewards. We have a lot to talk about, but... I didn't want to make this whole huge enterprise. No, you know, for a long time, it was only my mom who was giving us five bucks a month for like the longest time, you know? So, yay, both mom. Anyways, so 
So wait, we made twenty five dollars in four years. That's pretty good. No, 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 we're making twenty five dollars a month now, thanks what? to our generous donations of the patrons. What's my checks coming in, Bo? Well, I use the money right now to pay for our web hosting, so most of it's out the door. But it does help to not have like we haven't Crofton and Mike haven't had to pay for any hosting stuff for a couple of years now. Me neither, because it's all coming out of the hello. My boss? I quit! I quit! <laughs> I'm raking in the money! I'm a professional podcaster now! But it's it's really nice. Uh, we appreciate the support that's there. And I did put up a commitment on the site, and I just noticed it today, actually. So, um, well, maybe think about, you know, we've talked about doing t-shirts or something like that. I don't know if, what we might come well, up with. Well, we still goals, have the awesome stickers we had made. We should send those out to everyone who got us stickers, the 25 bucks. You know, we'll, we'll figure out what that looks like. But I can uh, talk to a wall like Mike. We we still now we actually have to think about it. I made a promise if we hit twenty five dollars, we think about doing some other goals and maybe some patron perks or something like that. Special recordings, uh, private conversations with our patrons, something like that. Who knows? Uh, If you have any opinions on what you think, that's a good idea. Bo Bo will fly you down to Ottawa, and we'll all get together in his apartment. We'll have to make we'll have to make quite a bit of moolah for that. So let's not make any promises. And if we all work together, we could have it cleaned up by the end of the weekend. (laughs) <laughs> Come fly down to Bose and clean up his house. That's <laughs> it's going to take a lot of people. So. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you. Um, all right. So, yeah, that's uh, – I sorry to interrupt. I know I interrupted a lot. No, I don't know. I, I was to, just going to say what you guys were going to tell about how great Twitter is, and I was going to say that I'm not on it. So, okay. you know, that's the usual end. All right. We'll do that. <laughs> okay. Do it. Bo, you Look, like Twitter. I'm at Bo Schwartz on Twitter. Follow me there. Oh, that's all I'm going to say. I'm at Crofted Steers on Twitter, at Crofted Steers. And also I do another podcast called Dungeons and Diapers. And you should, uh, you should go listen to that too, uh, at studio slash DAD. Dad. It's awesome. I'm awesome. I'm, and I'm Mike Hodges, just some dude trying to live his best life. Yeah. I'm kind of, right I'm kind of jealous now that Mike isn't doing one. I kind of want some of that clout. Of doing what? Doing I'm just not saying where I am on Twitter, not handing out my socials. I'm not on there. You can't find me. I know. But you know what? You I would to love to talk to some of our... <laughs> You're getting voted off again, Mike. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting voted off again by Crofton. I, well, I that's, voted the inter- that's the internet culture we live in. This guy, get him out of here. I vote, I vote him off the winter island. Yeah, yeah it's funny. I keep thinking that I'm like, I think as I get older, I just like winter more. The cold has not been bothering me at all, oh, I'll no, say. And it's back. been cold, too. I'm like, whatever, I'm used to it. I'm not sweaty. It's great. Can I ask you a question? What's the Put worst thing you've on. seen on reality television? What? Sorry? What's the worst thing you've seen on reality television? Ah, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I can't think of a single thing. I just have a general Crafting feeling of like... Time wasted is how I feel yeah. whenever I watch it. You know what? I, I it's not something I've seen per se. In so much is that it's like um, every once in a while you'll see like a show and it'll have a breakout character, and then that character will get its their own show. You know, like uh, it, like Omarosa is obviously the one on uh, on Apprentice or whatever. But whenever I see like that sort of domino effect, I'm always like, oh my god, that. You know, that that is is the lowest common denominator. It's like a character on one reality show gets their own reality show. You're like, like, I think there was this uh, 
uh, what's the guy um, from the, he's a, a rapper looking for love. Bo, come on, help oh, me Oh, you're out talking here. about Flavor Flav. Yeah, Flavor Flav. And, and he had some show, and it was like, Flavor Flav looking for love. And then, like, one of the girls on that show got her own show or whatever. Oh, anyway. really? I th- I, as far as I knew, it was Brett Michaels that did the first one, and then it was Flavor Flav that did two. Man, that <laughs> show was, oh, my God. Speak of, they, so... <laughs> I'm gonna, I want to poison Mike's brain a bit because I don't think he's watched Flavor of Love, right? With Flavor Flav! Um, <laughs> I missed that. But you one. know who Flavor Flav is, right? Though, Public Enemy. The yeah, guy, yeah, he's he got the, the clock clocks. On. Yeah, so. Oh, I think he, even Mike does. He's got, like, drug problems. Like, it's weird because Public Enemy really gives <laughs> off a. It uh, really gives off a vibe of, like, almost kind of straight edge. Like, they're very political and hard hitting. They don't really. In their rap music, they talk about being black in America a lot. It's very politically driven. And then you've got Flavor Flavor goes, yeah, boy! But he's like a hype man. Raps a bit. But even some of his songs are very socially conscious, at least back in the day. I listen to a lot of Public Enemy. So it was really disturbing to actually see him be on the show. But at one point, so the girls in the first episode of the show, they come in and, and he gives them nicknames. And I don't remember what the nicknames are. I think one of them, he called her New York. You know, they have real names, but he'd just be like, I'm going to call you New York. Oh, that was and the girl. Yeah, that girl, New York. She got New- her own show. She did. She and became, I, she blew I've never up. seen it, yeah. but like the fact that she got her own show to me was like, oh my God, that's it. the bottom I, of the well. She's she's a crazy extroverted personality that's just extra. But but what really struck me is like, holy shit. Two, there were two twins that were contestants. And I think he had like a writer's block or something. I don't know. He, because he's coming up with these names for people. You're New York, you're Paris, you're lovely. You know, just these these very patronizing nicknames, patriarchal. And then he looks at the twins, he goes, I'm going to call you Thing One and you're Thing Two. And I'm like, it, it was the most dehumanizing. They were like, they had this look of like, they didn't like it. And then they pretended like, okay, Flavor Flav, we like, I'm thing one and you're thing two. And it was like, it was the most dehumanizing, like, shit I've ever seen. And I was like, oh, this is so gross. I'm going to keep watching. And I'm on the Wikipedia <laughs> article and thing two won that season, by the way. Bo. Oh, did she? I don't remember yeah. that part. Um, I think I might have actually stopped in re- it, it, without making a joke about it. I think I might have stopped watching that because of that. Yeah. Well, really? listen. Thing two. I feel flavor. like I'm wasting my life being told about this show. That's that's how. Well, bad. you know what you can do. You know what you can do. Leave. You can. Oh, end the show. Oh, there end we go. The show. All right, show's over. Oh, end the show, Bo. Yeah, <laughs> the end the show, 
Are you a fan of the Good, Bad, or Bullshit podcast? Consider supporting the show by becoming one of our valued patrons at patreon.com. For as little as the cost of one cup of coffee a month, your generous support will help keep the random topic generator oiled and fueled for future generations. Find out more at patreon.com slash goodbadbull.